0: Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries podcast. My name is Shakira and I am the host here. Here on this podcast, we meet every Tuesday at 9 a.m. to discuss everything from life lessons, pop culture, news, politics, you name it, and we talk about it. But most importantly, I try to have a topic every week that discusses a few life lessons that I feel like would be helpful to you and hopefully you can implement into your own lives. So if that sounds interesting to you and you are new here, go ahead and subscribe so you'll be notified every single time we have a brand new episode. If you're not new here and this is your second time, your second week, your second year with us, thank you for being a part of our Carefree family. I value you and I appreciate you so much. So let's get into our Carefree updates. All right, so we don't have much to talk about as far as Carefree updates, but first I just want to say congratulations to us all. Congratulations to every single person who resides in the United States of America. We finally, finally, finally have a new president and VP. And I am, I know my voice is not really displaying the excitement that I feel. I guess I still feel a little bit of anxiety because I'm so used to having to watch the news for four years straight because I was afraid of what Someone may do who is supposed to be the head of the country. So I am super excited about this brand new day. I'm super excited about the diversity that I've seen thus far. And let's talk about the inauguration really quickly. So let me just say, I would be lying if I told you that I actually watched it because I was just like, woo, yay, inauguration. No, not really. I was watching it because I really wanted to see what Michelle Obama was going to be wearing. And listen, she did not disappoint me. She never does. She never does. I mean, listen, Michelle can do no wrong in my book. No wrong. I love her style. She came and it felt like, I don't know if you all have Twitter, but if you were on Twitter that day, it felt like everyone was more concerned about what Michelle had on than the actual inauguration. But anyway, I loved what she had on. And also Joe Biden's granddaughters, they looked amazing as well. Kamala looked good. Jill Biden looked amazing. But yeah, yeah. I, if you all watched it, you know what I'm talking about. If you know, you know, the girls did not come to play. Now, also, I wanted to talk about really quickly the verses that happened the other day with Ashanti and Keisha Cole. So apparently this was supposed to happen last month, I think, or two months ago. I'm not sure, but I remember I was still in Atlanta when it was supposed to happen. And I was really excited about it. And then they canceled it because Ashanti, I think she got COVID. And then they were supposed to have it a second time. And then they canceled that one too. And then the third time, I just logged on to social media and saw a versus going. And by that time, I wasn't even interested anymore. I love them both. Don't get me wrong. But it was just like, okay, I did not know that this was happening tonight. And secondly, my attention span is (laughs) completely gone. My attention span is gone to something else. Oh, I just remember something that I want to talk about really quickly, too. This is the last carefree update. But if you all recall, during Blacktober, which happens every October here on this podcast, we talked about last year, we talked about the war on drugs and where the war on drugs came from. So I have two quick little blurbs that relate to that. So first of all, if you remember that episode, you remember I talked about Billie Holiday and I said that eventually I was going to give you all her full story. Did that. Pat myself on the back. Did that last week, last Friday. If you are subscribed to the Black History Moments podcast, I released that episode about Billy Holiday. So if you wanted to revisit that situation and find out what actually happened, the full extent of things, you can listen to that if you're interested. There's also a YouTube video on it. I'll link it in the description of this podcast if you want to check that out. Now, secondly, there is a documentary on Netflix. The name of it is Crack. And I watched it and I was like, wow, we talked about this. But the documentary really gives you an in-depth look on crack in the black communities, the black and brown communities, actually. But it was more specifically focused on the black community on that documentary. I highly suggest you watch it. I highly, highly, highly suggest you watch it. You're going to get a rundown of the different presidential administrations And the parts that they played in mass incarceration and crack being in the black community. So, highly suggest you watch it. Honestly, I learned more watching that documentary than I've ever learned before. And if you all watch the show Snowfall, which, amazing show by the way. It's going to make so much sense. After you watch the documentary, when you rewatch Snowfall, which I did, you're going to be like, wow, this is what they were talking about on Snowfall. So yeah, watch the documentary. You can listen to the podcast on Black History Moments. And if you rewatch Snowfall, Snowfall is going to make so much more sense to you. All right, that's enough for our carefree updates. Let's have a break from our sponsor and then we'll come back with our topic. Alrighty, so this week's podcast is one that I've been sitting on for a while. And when I say a while, I mean months. (laughs) Like it's been months that I've been sitting on this particular topic, and it never quite felt like it was the right time for me to talk about it. Uh, So I just kept putting it off and putting it off. But today we're going to just go ahead and go for it. We're going to jump into the deep end. So last week, If you all remember, we talked about not being afraid to be seen trying, which was inspired by a video that I saw by Evelyn of the Internet. So on YouTube, if you have not listened to that podcast, you may want to listen to that one first, because this is kind of sort of a two parter kind of situation that we have going on here. So that one, you know. It was just to get you to be a little less guarded when it comes to pursuing things and trying things out loud and in front of people. And then hopefully after listening to it, maybe, just maybe, I could persuade you to detach from the fear of letting other people see us be bad at something, but What happens when we do that? We detach from that fear and we get to a place where we finally want to be able to try things and maybe we want to reach out to someone, maybe someone we know, someone we've encountered in the past, someone we have the same friends with, we run in the same circles, we went to school with them. doesn't really matter, but we want to ask someone, hey, how did you get where you are? And we're not asking because... We want to try to repeat their exact process, but because we want to just get some advice or you want to see where you can maybe make your way into the particular field or doing the thing it is that you want to do some kind of way. So we want to ask them that and say you finally get the courage to approach them about it. And what happens when that person shoots you down? Then what, you know, where do we go from there? Well, that's what happened to me. And again safe space This is a safe space here You all are my carefree family So this is a no judgment zone So I just feel very comfortable Sharing things here with you all Because I know that you're not judging me for it And hopefully you're going to take what happens to me And avoid my mistakes Or you're going to go about things a little bit differently But it happened to me And it hurt my feelings It happened last year I want to say And it hurt my feelings Not going to lie But I was able to sit with how it made me feel for so long. And I read a few things here and there and I listened to a few things and I learned a lot in doing that. And that's why I wanted to bring it to you. That's why I waited a long time. And also I wanted to take my feelings out of it. (laughs) So first, I need to tell you what happened. Right. It only makes sense. Well, I graduated from grad school December 2019 And if you've been here for a while, you probably know some of this, so just bear with me because we're catching the new people up. So I graduated from grad school December 2019, and before I graduated, I applied to a program that the school was sponsoring, which would place graduates into the film and entertainment industry in Los Angeles, California. It was going to be all set up, and then, you know, 2020 came and COVID came a few months after And literally, I had, the program was supposed to start in May. I had an interview in March over Zoom. Yes, March over Zoom. And I literally had my computer, it was the day of my interview, had my computer up, and it was about 10 minutes, I want to say, before the interview was supposed to start. So I'm sitting there preparing myself, getting the nerves out and everything, and I get an email I checked the email and the email is like, hey, we know we had this interview today, but there's this virus, there's this thing going on and we don't know quite what it is. So we're just going to postpone this. So I was bummed out and I was like, okay. And I hadn't heard of the virus just yet. So I didn't know what was going on. And so things start happening, right? Like COVID comes, the world, it felt like shut down. People got scared, things happened. And so my focus wasn't necessarily on that anymore until time started to pass and we got into that like June, early June area. And then it was by that time that I was like, okay, this program is definitely not going to happen. Everything is shut down, which I completely understood. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, eventually this is going to be over. (laughs) And To me, this was my opportunity to be able to get my foot in the door. And if you all know anything about film, television, uh, it's hard. It's hard out here for a pimp when you're trying to get into that industry. Uh, It's very much so who you know, not necessarily what you know. And I was like, man, that was going to be my chance. So I contacted them and We emailed back and forth a few times and they were kind of like, yeah, we're still shut down. We're really not even filming anything, but we're going to be in touch. And so I was like, "Okay, I have to find another way to do this because we're not putting all our eggs in one basket. And so I was talking to one of my best friends and I was like, hey, like I, you know, you have to have good friends. You have to have friends that you can trust with things that bother you, and who will give you sound advice when it's advice that you need. Sometimes you just need to vent. But I was telling her, like, "Hey, I'm kind of worried about this. This is going to be my chance." She's not involved in this industry at all, but she knew someone who was. We both knew know someone who is involved. And so, uh, let me see. I was going to tell y'all where we knew her from, but I'm not. So. She was closer to her than I was, so she was like, okay, here's the game plan. I'm going to contact such and such, and I'm going to ask her if you can ask her a few questions about what it is that you want to do, da 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 and I'm like, bet, let's do it. So she contacts her. The lady tells her, yeah, like, sure, give her my number. We can text and everything. I text her. And her response was not what I was looking for. I'll say that. And I felt like, and I'm, I'll am i be honest, sometimes I can read things a little different. So being, knowing that I know that, knowing that I have the self-awareness of that, I asked people I trust. I asked another friend of mine. I asked the friend that initially put us in contact and I asked my mother. Those are pretty much my three go-tos when I feel like, okay, maybe I'm reading this a little bit differently. So I asked all three of them. I read the exact message that she sent me to them, and two agreed that I wasn't reading it wrong. So I just decided to back away from the situation. And I'm not going to tell you what she said, but I felt like, we felt like the response was a little bit discouraging to what it is I told her that I wanted to do and that she was trying to direct me into something that I, I'm i not even trying to do, but in a way that uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But after a time talking to my mom about it and thinking, I just came to the realization that it wasn't exactly her fault that, She felt like she needed to discourage me from trying to enter the industry or discourage me from uh, trying to do this thing that she's also doing. And I'm sure some of you have worked a job where you had that one coworker that... I mean, we all have, but you have that one coworker that it seemed like they wanted to take everything and make it a competition in the workplace, or that person in school that you went to school with that competed with you, and you're like, why are you like this? This is not a competition. So like I said, it's not exactly her fault that she felt that way. See, there is a real thing, and it's called the scarcity mindset, and what it is, basically, It refers to, quote, people seeing life as a finite pie so that if one person takes a big piece, that leaves less for everyone else. So, end quote. So basically, people feel like things are scarce. Opportunities are scarce. Resources are scarce. Money is scarce. Men are scarce. But that's another topic for another day. (laughs) But still, it's that way of thinking that... The more someone is able to acquire, the less there is for me. And I'm here this week to tell you that scarcity is a myth. I was wondering, how do we become so conditioned to think like that? And I came to the conclusion after thinking for months, I told y'all I've been sitting on this, that that way of thinking, that mentality, it starts early when we are in school You know that you have one valedictorian, uh, you have first place this and first place that. You have competitions and you have talent shows. And from a very young age, many of us are conditioned to believe that there's only room for one. And if not one, there are only a few people that are able to be at the top of whatever it is. And I've always been intrigued with the idea of that. And I'll be honest And say that I definitely subscribe to that way of thinking, for sure. And I still have to remind myself from time to time that someone else's win is not my loss. And someone else's opportunity is not the deterrence of my own, right? And I think that Black people, I think we have it a little worse when it comes to this. Again, I'm Black, so I can only speak on our issues. But I feel like we have it a little worse when it comes to this. I was listening to a podcast, Lovecraft Country Radio, when that show, by the way, love that show. But when it was on the air, they covered what happened on the podcast, new episodes every week. And I don't know if you all have seen the show, but really quickly, just real quick there is a character on there named Ruby and Ruby went to a department store trying to get a job and when she got there there was another black woman there and by there being two in Ruby's head she felt like that was going to hinder her chances. Now in this context she wasn't exactly wrong because it is set back in the day and y'all know they were not trying to hire a bunch of black people to work in a department store but on the review of that episode one of the hosts she said quote we have to look out for the people that are across the street and the people that are already in our house and then later in the show she said quote it's the idea that someone else handed us a situation where the scarcity mindset was the most logical one. Although the scarcity is not real. It's not that there aren't enough jobs or positions. The scarcity is created and we are forced to respond to it as if it is real. And when they said that, I had to type that in my phone. Mind you, it's been months since Lovecraft Country has gone off. But When they said those two things, I had to type it in my phone because it was exactly what I was dealing with at the moment with this situation. And I was just like, wow, this is they were able to verbalize how I've been feeling. And I don't know why in the moment, you know, when I heard the statement, it was just like a light bulb went off in my head when she said it's not that there aren't enough jobs or positions. The scarcity is created and we are forced to respond to it as if it is real. So think about this: Who is your favorite musical artist? Just envision them. Think of who that person is in your head. Is it Frank Ocean? For some of you, probably not. Is it SZA? For some of you, probably not. Stevie Wonder, Diana Ross, Beyonce, Meg Thee Stallion. Like who? Who's your favorite musical artist? Now hold on to that. Now, think of your all-time favorite author. Is it Toni Morrison, James Baldwin, uh, Octavia Butler, Roxanne Gay? Just think about your favorite author, too. And what about your favorite actor? I know I'm asking you to think about a lot, but just hold on. Just stick with me. And when you think about your favorite actor, is it Viola Davis? Is it Halle Berry? Is it Denzel Washington? Zendaya? Zendaya? Jamie Foxx, Zendaya, I'm sorry. I always mispronounce her name, I'm sorry. Uh, Jim Carrey, Leonardo DiCaprio, who? And I'm saying this because I want you to see that there is room and space for everyone. For everyone. Your favorite author may not be my favorite author. Your favorite musical artist may not be my favorite musical artist. Your favorite painter may not be my favorite painter, but there's room and space for all of these people to coincide. So bookstores, they don't sell just one book by one author. You're not going to go into a Barnes and Noble and see all of the shelves filled with James Baldwin books, right? You're not going to see that. Spotify isn't playing only Beyonce songs. You're not going to log into Spotify and only be able to search Beyonce songs. There is space and room for everyone. And I keep repeating that because I really want to drive that point home. I was actually talking to a friend about this recently because they were having some doubts about something that they're doing. And they were like, you know, well, I don't want to have to do this and that. And my response to them was... Have you been down the bread aisle lately, the ice cream aisle, the deodorant section in a store? You can go to these different sections and easily, easily see five or more brands on these shelves. And if you just stood at the end of an aisle, don't do this because it would be kind of creepy. But if you just stood on the end of an aisle, say you stood on the end of an ice cream aisle for two hours, Guaranteed, you are not going to see every single person that comes to pick up ice cream, pick up just Ben and Jerry's or just Breyers or just uh, Mayfield. I think that's another brand. You're going to see different people come up and pick up different brands of ice cream. They're going to pick up what appeals to their taste buds, what they like. So I want you to have that visual and remember that whenever you feel like someone else's win, is you not being able to get something someone else's light shining bright doesn't mean that yours is dim the quicker we realize that the energy that we spend hoarding knowledge hoarding resources and talents because we're afraid that someone else may get a leg up on us is only energy wasted on our behalf someone else's win Is not your loss. I want to say it again because I really feel like, no, I don't feel like I know that there are people listening to this that feel that way because I was one of them. Someone else's win is not your loss, okay? I really need you to hear me with that. Someone else getting a promotion is not your loss. Someone else getting an opportunity to go somewhere is not your loss. Someone else getting a scholarship. And maybe you were denied for that scholarship. That is not your loss. Congratulate people. Be happy for people. Don't hold on to that negative energy. And don't feel like when people approach you about things, maybe you're on the other side of things. And maybe you're that person that I approached. And I was shot down about something. So if you're that person, don't feel like, okay, I can't tell them this because uh, I don't want them to get further than I am in my career. Or don't feel like I can't share this platform with them or I can't share this website with them because maybe they'll get better at it than I am. I need to just hold on to this for myself. I can't share things with people because I don't want them to get further along than I am. That's a terrible, terrible, terrible mindset to have. Please know that. Please do not be that person. Please do not be that person. Now, it's one thing to feel like, okay, I'm sharing all this stuff with people, but they want me to do it for them. Now, that's another conversation for another day. But for the people that genuinely are just asking you because they have no idea what it is that, you know, what path they should take, uh, the exact steps, or it's hard for them, don't feel like you cannot share things with them. So, in the midst of you pursuing your passions, chasing your dreams, and trying new things, I want you to remember that there is room for everyone. Scarcity is a myth. Listen, I know some things are finite, some things are limited, but there's room. Listen to me there is room. And don't be that person. Who has that scarcity mindset and feels like this pie this is my pie because if you get a piece of it then there's less that I have ditch that way of thinking it's terrible don't do it all right that's all I wanted to share with you all this week because it had been on my heart and been on my mind for a while and I hope that it came at the right time to help someone or encourage someone to just keep going even if someone feels like they have to try to knock you down in order to make themselves feel better about themselves or a little bit higher um, about themselves, don't let that discourage you. There are people out here that actually want to help you. And I learned that after that happened, as you all know, I learned that there are people out here that actually want to see you win. There are people out here that will not try to hoard resources or hoard knowledge from you because they feel like if you have access to it you will outpace them I hate to even say it like that because it just doesn't even make sense but that's how people feel a lot of times so I wanted to share you all that story and hopefully you can implement it into your own lives don't forget to tune in next Tuesday at 9am for a brand new episode stay black and carefree and I'll see you guys next week Bye.